Inside the Healing Room with Evangeline Hemrick. Hello, my friends. I am sending this goodness to you from my home studio. I have recently moved home, got myself a bunch of fancy smancy equipment, scared myself into relearning everything yet again. Oh, I keep doing that. but I keep teaching myself more, but I really wanted to come home so that I could create more podcasts and do it in my own rhythm when I felt like it, instead of having to go to work, having to go to my office and make everything work there, all the variables of like who might be in there or what might be noisy. But not like I don't have a lot of variables here at home. I have two dogs who always want to be right beside me. So I got some new equipment to see if I could upgrade sound quality and all that. And, you know, it's going to be a continual learning process. I have figured that out. And I've decided that I want to write about what all I learned from starting the show, publishing a book, everything that happened last year, and all the things that I know now that I didn't know before just trying it, just trying things and failing and learning. Um, That's the only way to do anything. So if you desire to have your own podcast or you want to publish a book, well, I've got some things to say about that. And hopefully you can learn from some of the mistakes that I made. But here I am with my Joe Rogan quality mic that I'm not really sure how to use yet. And I'm just ready to share, ready to share some things with you guys. And I want to tell you some changes that are going to be happening that I'm really excited about. So I took 2019 to learn, learn how to do a podcast, how to produce it. And what I realized is I have two audiences. So you might be out there and you might be a healer. You might be a practitioner or a therapist of some sort. And I want to talk to that category of people. I want to share helpful advice for how to take care of yourself while you help others to feel good and de-stress and and be well. I want to do that. But I found that a lot of the things that were the most enjoyable to talk about on the show are not necessarily toward healing professionals or holistic entrepreneurs. I also have an audience of people who are their own best healer at home or they are the healer in their family unit, in their community. People who may be just wanting to make their lives better through empowerment and knowledge about techniques and mindset and philosophies. So I've got that other group of people who are not doing healing work for a living. And I found myself talking a lot more to that person. And so what I've decided to do is to do two podcasts. And I hope that you enjoy both of them, but one might be more for you, one might not. Inside the Healing Room is going to stay exactly what it is, all about the treatment room, all about modalities, interviewing practitioners and therapists and spa professionals who are making it, who are taking good care of themselves and also making a living successfully at taking care of others. So that's what Inside the Healing Room is going to turn into. But the one that's going to be amazing and helpful for everyone is what I'm creating now, 
is going to be called Scared to Sacred. And it's going to be all about not buying into all the fear that's all around us. It's going to be about how to transform that fear, how to transmute fear into empowerment and effectiveness in a whole lot of different ways. So there'll be tutorials, there'll be how-to episodes, there'll also be interviews with people who are doing that, just that. People who are not afraid. People who are taking control of their own life and being their own best advocate for well-being. This is the kind of stuff that I really enjoy talking about. So that's what I want to share with you. So I hope you will subscribe to both shows and enjoy them. So one is Scared to Sacred, and the other one is You guessed it, inside the healing room. So we're getting into today talking about our nervous systems. Does your nervous system feel fried? Mine does, lots of times. There are many things we do as spa professionals, healing practitioners, hands-on healers, many, many things that people come to us to help them accomplish when they get a massage therapy session, or energy healing. But one of the main things that we do that I realized is we help people with their nervous systems. We help them get out of fight or flight if they are living in fight or flight like all the time, which most of us are. And one thing that happened to my family over the holiday season was a real deal fight or flight situation that helped me be able to learn and see things on a deeper level about how our nervous systems work and how we can treat them and give them a reboot, just like we do all of our highly sophisticated equipment. Every bit of it needs downtime. It needs upgrades. And so does our highly sophisticated Oh, complex technology of our electrical nervous system. So just a brief overview of the nervous system. First of all, we have almost like we have two switches where you can be in fight or flight mode, which is sympathetic, called sympathetic nervous system activation, or you can be in parasympathetic, which is where the nervous system spends time on digesting our food properly or libido issues, or rest. Rest and digest is what the parasympathetic nervous system is referred to. It has many other nicknames too, like mate and relate. (laughs) Because if our nervous systems are fried, believe me, libido is not at the top of the list of what you feel like doing. You're too busy trying to survive on that deep, survival programming, electrical level that we're so grateful to have, which is the nervous system. So when I was experiencing alongside my family, a real deal survival situation, it made me so grateful to have fight or flight because I'm usually trying to get people out of fight or flight when they come in to the healing room. I'm trying to get them to let go of that where they've got kind of on a default setting of being in fight or flight. And while we're getting a massage, we're telling the body, hey, you're safe. Everything is okay. You do not have to be in fight or flight right now. And then here we were, and just a bit of background on it, we had invited 
a young man into our lives, into our home. And um, he had a pretty severe drug problem, street drug problem that we were not completely aware of. We knew that there were some things in his past that he was overcoming, and we did not judge him for that whatsoever. So we opened up to this person. And I'm totally not sorry that we did because we gave him a chance and we gave him lots of love. But the addiction overcame him and he was violent to um, someone that I love very much, someone in my family, and he was also threatening violence to us. And we had a week and a half where our physical safety was in jeopardy. So to see fight or flight in its true legit times to be used was very interesting because what I noticed is all the members of my family, what worked for their nervous systems was different. I was trying and experimenting with different ways to treat and calm down the nervous system and take that switch and kind of take them back to rest and digest because they were needing to come down out of that fight or flight that we were so grateful to have. All those surges of hormones and chemicals that come in that help us run faster if someone's trying to chase us. All the things that slow down the digestive process so that you have reserves of energy to get away or defend yourself, which is what it's for. It's so complex. It's so amazing what our bodies are able to do. But what I find is people come in for their massage and they're just still there. Like they're there. And a good way to tell if your nervous system is just shot is you can't handle normal stressors like you used to because it's like the electrical wiring starts to get fried if it's overused. So think about that in terms of how are dealing with social situations busy shopping centers, work-related problems, family stressors, if those become overwhelming to you, and they used to not be normal interactions, we're going to have stress. I mean, stress is a part of life on planet Earth, and knowing how to deal with it, knowing how to treat ourselves and not let it overtake us, that's the whole point. And we get to a certain age, and the electrical wiring is just like... (laughs) hey, I've just been in one mode for way too long. I'm overworked because we're not getting enough time on that parasympathetic dial of like taking that, taking that switch and like ah, turning it over. So just do a little bit of an internal check-in right now. How is your nervous system doing at this point? I know that I have to do a lot of things to help mine. So the one thing that works for me, and you guys have heard me talk about breathing as a practice, breathing as a wellness treatment, breathing to restore and reset your nervous system. Breathing practices really do soothe and de-stress and even tone the nerves that get so overused from being in fight or flight. You might have heard of the vagus nerve. It's known as the wanderer. It is the source of a lot of unexplicable pain when they can't really find the source of like weird pains that kind of travel through the body. The vagus nerve can be the source of that, and it's because of prolonged fight or flight. Fight or flight, sympathetic nervous system activation is 
only meant in our bodies for short periods of time when we are actually in danger, not for holiday shopping stress (laughs) or social gatherings or trying to fight our way through the grocery store kind of stresses, the things that aren't really a threat, but they are perceived that way to our body after our nervous system has been activated for way too long. So I sing the praises of deep breathing all the time. You guys know that. So let's do some together. (sighs) Totally calms me down when I'm talking into a microphone that I'm not familiar with, (laughs) like I am right now. (laughs) I sure need it. And I could not do the level of intuitive work that I do without breathing. There's there's absolutely no way. It's my go-to It's my magic secret. That's what I feel like. So if anybody out there is really wanting to get into intuitive work or energy healing, highly recommend it. When I am ungrounded or mentally scattered, I need to stop and breathe. And when I am in need of spiritual guidance and inner peace and connection to something greater than me, mm mm-hmm. I need to stop and breathe. And when I want to access my intuition, when I want mental clarity, mm -hmm, yeah, you guessed it. I need to breathe. And it is, for me, responsible for grounding me, centering me in my heart, and spiritually opening to me all at the same time. So it's doing like a three-way benefit connection putting me in my body, but also connecting me to what is greater than just me. So I think that's brilliant and it's free and nobody has to do it for you. You don't need to go to have a session. You can learn how to do simple breathing techniques that will make you better at it because it is like anything else. The more that you do it, the better you're going to get at it. And the more you can access deep into the lower lobes of the lungs, the areas that might not be that easy for you to access at first. It might be like all the way up to your collarbone, but the more that you do it, you can get like a deep, full belly, full lung breath. But here's my realization after the traumatic experience that we went through when we had someone on drugs that was trying to hurt us. I realized that that is not the go-to remedy for everyone. And it grew me to experience this with other people to see, oh, this is why there's so many clients on my table that actually say trying to breathe can give them anxiety. Some people who come into the healing room for sessions, it just doesn't. It doesn't do for them what it does for me. It's not their go-to de-stressor. And I realized that because I watched my husband, my son, my stepdaughter, I tried different techniques with them, and that made me excited to tell you, hey, breathing might not be your number one way of resetting your nervous system. It might be, like it is mine, but that's my energetic blueprint. I have a lot of air in my astrological profile. I'm made up of a lot of the element air, even though I'm a water sign. I have more air in my chart, in my energy blueprint than anything else that I have. So 
that gave me a lot more understanding and compassion of, oh, okay, maybe breathing is not the gateway to treating the nervous system for everyone like it is for me. So that got me thinking about other ways. And that brings me to the number two way I want to talk about today. Natural plant oils to calm and soothe and protect the nervous system. And you definitely, you get this when you get a massage because any good massage therapist is going to be using a natural organic plant oil that is very healing, not only to the skin, but also to the nerves in the places that are highly sensitized with nerve endings. So we're talking about like the earlobes, the soles of the feet, places like that are almost like an easy access to coat and treat the nerve endings. So do you have some olive oil in your kitchen? Try it. Next time you're really stressed out and you feel like your nervous system is just frayed and fried and on edge, take a little bit of olive oil. Make sure it's good quality, but you don't have to get fancy with this. Just take a little bit of olive oil and rub it on your ears. And when you hear the term herbal body oiling, don't let that scare you that that means that you'll be um, dripping with oil the whole time. That's not what it means. <laughs> that could be a little bit of oil, a plant oil on the soles of your feet. And we're talking a plant oil that has the good fats in it because what you're really going for is the fat. So that could even be like a clarified butter like ghee. But if you look for high quality olive oil or sesame oil, you don't have to spend a lot of money and you don't have to get fancy with this. But if you want to take it to a different level, I highly recommend you find the herbal body oil episode on medicine stories where Amber Magnolia Hill, she interviews a lady named Cammie McBride who shows everyone how to make their own herbal healing oils. So you can even take it up a notch to adding calendula or St. John's wort to your oils. And the thing I love about these women is they're so empowering with this information. They're not saying, you need to buy it from me for the rest of your life. They're saying, why don't you make your own? It's not going to be very cost effective if you don't. So body oiling is like an etheric shield for highly sensitive people. And natural plant oils can give your nerves a protective coating. So say next time you were going to be in a crowded place that just overwhelms your senses, you could just apply a little bit of oil to your earlobes before you have to walk in that busy shopping center. So just check that out. That is the second one I wanted to talk about is applying something to the skin instead of breathing. So we have breath is number one. And then natural plant oils that calm the nervous system. Number two, herbal body oiling. What I want to tell you about that is keep it simple if you try that. For my little boy, if he has anxiety, I just put a tiny little bit on his earlobes and massage the ear. And I just watch him go, Ooh, he just, oh, his whole energy just kind of diffuses. And he's not in fight or flight anymore. So that's really cool. And the third one I want to talk about is ingesting flower remedies to reduce anxiety. I'm a huge fan of using flowers for emotional balancing. And you can get a really 
easy to use flower essence blend like Rescue Remedy is one that you can look for in the Bach flower essence line. Flower essences are like a next level pick-me-up, even better than sending someone flowers. But what's so beautiful about the healing power of flowers is people have always known that flowers treat the emotions. And you can get really into that and in depth with your understanding of how flowers work on the emotional level of the energy field. So it's easy to work with them. Take a look online, look at different kinds of flower essences. They're very gentle and they're not contraindicated to use with other medications. And it's almost like energy work in a bottle where anytime you're feeling emotionally stressed or you're feeling like your nervous system just is in need of some support, you can have it with you and you can ingest it. Now, they usually do have an alcohol base for preservation. So if you're sensitive to that, you can find ones that are made with apple cider vinegar if you don't want the alcohol. So that's the third tip I have for you of something different that you might not have tried before. It's ingesting flower remedies. And of course, number four, inhalation of essential oils. That's definitely going to give you a shift. And so that's another way that you might be able to soothe your nervous system. So think about this. We've just done a little tour of a sensory journey for resetting the nervous system. Which one is going to work best for you? That's what you get to have fun and play around with because I don't know. I don't know which one's going to be your go-to treatment, but you can have fun with doing like a little sensory journey of saying, okay, is it breath? Is it oil on my skin? Is it a flower remedy that I can ingest? Or is it a plant that will calm me down that I can smell? And another thing I do want to mention that's not as easy access because the ones I wanted to give you are super easy access. Some of them are absolutely free or close to free. Now, this one's not, but this is another thing to try. Like if you're really feeling like, man, I have some PTSD, most of us do. PTSD does not have to come from a major trauma, so don't try to qualify it. Most of us have some PTSD symptoms from life, just life, you know, and it's okay. We can treat ourselves and we can we can feel a lot better no matter what we've experienced. It doesn't matter how insignificant you think it is or major trauma in your life. Don't try to put them in categories because your body doesn't know the difference. Your body could be so stressed out about something that you find to be pretty trivial or irrelevant, but it's not necessarily the case with your body. But so the last one that I want to give you, if you're really in need of some PTSD kind of release, or you just want to detox and feel better is infrared saunas. That has a major effect on the nervous system to sit in an infrared sauna. So you can also check that out and see how that makes your nervous system feel. But just remember, it's up to us to treat our nervous systems. Nobody else is going to do it for us. And we really don't need to stay in a default setting of fight or flight all the time. We don't have to. And that's one of the beautiful things that we offer as therapists and practitioners. We give people the space to come in and say, oh man, I'm going to flip that switch. I'm going to take that switch and flip it over to rest and digest 
or mate and relate. Because think about this, all the digestion issues that are chronic concerns in our culture and libido issues where, hey, if your nervous system is hanging out in fight or flight all day, you are not in a romantic mood. That is probably not tops on your list if you're in survival mode. So a lot of the things that people are seeking out, drugs and medication come from this overworked fight or flight mechanism, and we can change it. We can shift it. Treating the nervous system is not a quick fix. It's long, gradual changes over periods of time that are just going to show you very subtle changes in your nervous system, but it's all about being in the driver's seat of your well-being. So I hope these little recommendations help, and I hope that you try different ways. Is it ingesting flour? Is it inhaling an oil? Is it putting an herbal oil on your skin, which is very, very easy to do? Or is it my favorite breathing? I'd love to know which one does it for you, which one is easier and more effective for you. So thanks for joining in. And I would love for you to check out my Patreon page. I have a lot of exclusive offers on patreon.com Evangeline Hemrick. So that's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash Evangeline Hemrick. Check it out and be a part of the community I'm creating with these two podcasts. I thank you so much for tuning in. Keep on healing.